All right, everyone, welcome back or welcome to Sandcast Beach Volleyball with Triborn and Travis Mawarder. We got a bonus episode, kind of. We're trying something new. Uh, we've been experimenting with a lot of new things this year and last year on the podcast. We're hiring videographers to expand our Savvy Simo content. Everyone loves Sav. Hiring another videographer to do a lot more behind the scenes work with Triborn and his new partner, Came Shock. I didn't see it coming. I don't think you guys saw it coming either. So we're going to have a lot more behind the scenes stuff, both with the podcast, on the sand, doesn't matter. And this is what I'm trying to expand my role doing is adding a Road to Paris Olympic special, so to speak. I don't know how regular we're going to do these episodes, just whenever I feel like we're due for an Olympic update, I'm going to record one of these. So this is this first episode is just going to be everything you need to know about the Olympic qualification process right now. And as the year goes on, as this next 16 months really go on, I'm just going to be providing regular updates on the Olympic race, who's where, who's making moves, who's dropping out, that sort of thing. So actually, I would love your guys' help in this regard in that let me know what kinds of Olympic content you want to see from me in particular as sort of a sports center analyst. You can consider me kind of the Scott Van Pelt of Olympic beach volleyball and how regular you want the content. Don't want to bombard you guys and spam you guys with Olympic beach volleyball content. But for this one, just going to give you guys a rundown of everything you need to know about how to qualify for the Paris Olympic games and what you as the fans need to be on the lookout for. The first question is when are the actual Paris Olympic games? They begin on July 26, 2024 and the closing ceremonies will be August 11th. Now, in between them is 16 months of Olympic qualification, which begins as early as February 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and ends on February 5th in Doha, Qatar. All right, that's an Elite 16. It is the first event of the Olympic qualification cycle. That's going to be right on the heels of the World Tour Finals, which Kelly Chang and Sarah Hughes got a wild card into, and Kristen Nuss and Taryn Kloth qualified just straight up. The men's team, we got none. All right, it'll be the top 10 international teams. Very excited, however, for Adrian Carambula, good buddy of mine, and Alex Rangieri. They got wildcarded in alongside Brazilians Vitor Felipe and Renato Lima, the silver medalist at the World Championships. Now, how does the Olympic qualification cycle work? So 24 teams qualify for the Olympic Games in Paris. All right, so that leaves five that will come out of the Continental Cups. So Every continent will be represented. There will be a continental representative from the Norseka, which is North America, Central America, and the Caribbean. There will be a representative from Africa, a representative from Asia, a representative from Europe, and a representative from South America. As the Continental Cups get closer, we'll go into a lot more detail about how that qualification works. But just know that there are five spots guaranteed for the continental champions. There will be one spot guaranteed for the host country for both the men and the women. So France, in this case, gets their own wild card, and they get to choose it however they will. Japan, in 2021, did an Olympic trial, which we had one in 1996. It's still the only time that the Americans have had an Olympic trial, uh, since that's the last time we've hosted it for Atlanta. So Japan had an Olympic trial. I don't know how France is going to decide it. Rumor has it that they've already picked their guys, which is Julian Lanil and Remy Bassero, indoor stars. I don't know if that's actually going to work out, because in my mind, uh, Yusuf Crew and Arnaud Gautier have earned at least consideration to have a trial, or at least a match between those guys. But we'll see what they do. Uh, it's totally up to France how they decide their own wild cards. So we have the five continental spots. We have the home team wildcard, and then the last 
sort of uh, earned spot in just a, a single bid is through world championships. And so if in this case, if the Olympic Games were held today, Anders Moll and Christian Sorm would have earned a spot into the Olympic Games by winning the world championships last year. Now, here's a, a little clarification that I think is needed. So if you're a nerd like me, and you actually read the rule book of how teams qualify for the Olympics, there's a, a funny little terminology, faux pas, I guess you could say, where the teams who, earn, who win world championships, it is written that they earn it for their National Olympic Federation, not necessarily for themselves. So Anders and Christian, via winning world championships, had it been this year's world championships, they would have earned an Olympic spot for Norway, but not necessarily for themselves. So Norway, if they so chose, could have put Anders with Matthias Bernsten or could have put Christian with Hendrik Moll. It's kind of up to them, but they can only earn one spot per team. So Anders and Christian cannot win world championships and Norway then sub in Hendrik and Matthias and then have Anders and Christian also qualify via points. So they can't earn two spots. So that brings us to our last way to qualify for the Olympic Games, which is being in the top 17 of the Olympic rankings. So how do the Olympic rankings work? The Olympic qualification cycle begins this February and ends on June 9th of 2024. Okay, so that's 16 months. You will play as many events as you want, but your Olympic rank is decided by the aggregate of your 12 best finishes. So you're never pushing a finish out. You're just doing the sum total of your total points of those 12 best finishes. So if you play 20 events, you use your best 12. All right, so that is different, okay? This is where it gets confusing during Olympics. That's different from your entry point rankings, okay? So your entry point rankings on the Volleyball World uh, Beach Pro Tour are used of your best three of your previous four events. We're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea Water Break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board. And we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANCAST-20. 
All right, that's Sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code Sandcast-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the best multivitamin on the block it's cheap it's less than three dollars a day which it might sound expensive but if you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit it's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you all right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcast, and we're promoting it, and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year, and Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying. And the best way we're fueling ourselves, Athletic Green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first 
inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... You know, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had Sinjin Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. So your entry is going to be constantly shifting, but your Olympic ranking is just going to stay as your top 12. All right. And that's different from the world tour finals rankings, which they don't matter in this case. That's just your top eight from your past 365 days. Okay. So your Olympic rankings are your best 12 finishes from the Olympic qualification cycle. Okay. And now you take the top 17 teams from that Olympic ranking. Now we have the caveat of say Anders and Christian win world championships, which is very possible to happen. They would also most likely be in the top 12, top 17 of the Olympic rankings. So what happens? Well, that spot then goes to a trickle down to team number 18. Okay. Now say Alex Brower and Robbie Mewson, that they win world champ, that they are in the top 17, but there are two Dutch teams who are ahead of them. All right. So that spot, Alex and Alex and Robbie's spot, would then also trickle down because there is a country quota of a maximum of two teams per country. All right, so Brazil, especially for the women, Brazil, the United States, potentially Germany could all have more than two teams in that top 17. But because you only have a maximum of two per country, anything beyond that, so if we have four teams in the top 17, our top two qualify, the two teams that are still in the top 17, those bids will then trickle down to teams 18 and 19 as an example. So it gets a little bit tricky. But for now, all you need to know, if you're in the top 17, you're safe. If you win world championships, you're safe. If you win your Continental Cup, you're safe. And if France decides to wildcard you in, you are also safe. But I don't think we're going to be getting any of those wildcards. So that is the, the full rundown of how to qualify for the Olympic Games if you are an American fan, the teams to watch are obviously Triborn and Came Shock. Still can't believe that that's a thing. Theo Bruner and Trevor Crabb. I still really can't believe that's a thing, but I am so excited to watch when those teams play each other. I hope that happens all the time. Taylor Crabb and Taylor Sander. Miles, Evan, or Miles Partain, pardon me, and Andy Bennett. So those, a lot of people consider it a four-horse race. There's also Evan Corey and Logan Weber. They just got into the Doha Elite 16, the first event of the Olympic qualification cycle. So that's a huge opportunity for them. But then you have a bunch of floaters. I don't know what Troy Field is doing. I don't know what Chase Budinger is doing. I don't know what Paul Lottman's doing. I don't know what Miles Evans is doing. I don't know what Bill Kalinske is doing. But all those guys have international points and have international aspirations, as far as I can tell. For the women, it is Kelly Chang and Sarah Hughes. They are at the top of the food chain. They're the new team on the block. They are the two seed of the main draw in the Doha Elite 16 behind only Duda and Anna Patricia of Brazil. Then we have Therese Cannon and Sarah Sponsel, who are technically ahead of Kristen Nuss and Taryn Kloth. They are the other team directly into the main draw of Doha, as is Betsy Flint and Julia Scholes. Already covered Kristen and Taryn. We also have 
Emily Stockman and Megan Kraft. The Dark Horse candidates, Savvy Simo and Tony Rodriguez, as well as Corinne Quiggle and Sarah Skirmhorn. They've made a final and a challenger. In sports, I'm not ruling any teams out. TCU came into the season unranked. They're now playing for the College Football National Championship on Monday, so I'm not ruling any American women out. Then we also have a lot of American women just sort of floating around. Kelly Kalinske doesn't have a partner yet, at least as far as I know. Zana Muno is fantastic. She doesn't have a partner yet as far as I know. We got Haley Harward. She's played very well. Katie Horton, Brooke Bauer, Molly Turner, they all have international points. So who knows? Our, our women, we have a lot of contenders. But the first event of the cycle begins the beginning of February. We have two men's teams playing. That is Theo Bruner and Trevor Crabb, I'm still trying to get that partnership straight there. The five seed in the qualifier, Evan Logan, Evan, Corey, and Logan Weber are the 14 seed in the qualifier. And then the women have five representatives. Let me know what you guys think of this little Olympic special. Happy to answer. Just do a little Olympic fan question special episode if that one would work out better for you guys. But I'm excited to nerd out with you guys on the Olympics. Stoked for what's to come. Shoots. <laughs>